Welcome to Rain City Supercars episode we're not counting. I'm Dan. I'm Nick. Let's be honest. Once we got above 20, we couldn't count any higher. Yeah, that's well, I guess 40 between you and me. Yeah. So, <laughs> better than that. Yeah. We are brought to you by Haggerty Classic Car Insurance, Carter Subaru, Rainier Beer, our special friends at Avance, and we're coming at you, as usual, from Drivers Club. It's a beautiful day. It is, and there's shades. It's, there's shade. There's <laughs> no shades. Drivers Club just got all these wonderful shades, and it's so much nicer. It was glorious in here before, but it's so much nicer. Yeah. I less of a tan now. I'm still pasty. That's different. <laughs> you look nice. Thanks. We did a little photo shoot before. A moody. I don't, I don't understand. I still don't understand the moody thing. You're just not very emo. It's you'll, okay. see, you'll see the photos when these come out, but it's just, I'm not very emo. <laughs> Thanks. <laughs> little less I'm, My Chemical Romance. I'm not exactly <laughs> sure how to, like, what did you send me? You sent me some video today, like, just watch this nine times. You'll be in a great mood. I'm like, I'm already in a bad mood. Why would, oh, God, I'm depressed now. <laughs> I just exactly. literally looked up, it was like YouTube, it was like emo videos, <laughs> and then it just popped up. It's one of those, the disco one of those vi- videos romance. that comes with a plastic knife, like, uh. <laughs> <laughs> All I have is the spork. This is hard. Dang it. My skin <laughs> melted the knife again. <laughs> anyway, yeah. it's been a fun day. So uh, Carl, our photographer, Carl Noakes, uh, automotive chat on Instagram, always has like a theme for us every week. He tries to get it's like the day before. He's like, we're doing this. And so his theme was brooding and emo or it something. Was moody, moody clothing. Yeah. And I'm like, what does that mean? And then I asked today on, on a, we have a chat that of, of all of us that, that, that are part of Rain City Supercars and the answers confused me more. <laughs> I was like, <laughs> no, no, no. It's like, th- what it, uh, Ashley said something about the fact, I forgot what it was now. It was really funny. But it d- it just sent me down a road that was just like, I was like, I don't get it. So Ashley's shaking your head going, I don't know. So I went with the, you know, Brian Bosworth motorcycle look. <laughs> and had I known that Carl was going to take us outside, I probably wouldn't have worn a pea coat in the middle of summer. <laughs> so Well, it's not quite summer yet. That made me moody, though. I'll give you that. <laughs> Yeah, lost a few pounds, too. <laughs> yeah. Lost a few pounds. So uh, we were talking ahead of time, of course. And we're like, what is our Carter Subaru tip of the week? Because we always talk. We always we have that planned months in advance. Months in advance. Months in advance. And so we, and we try. We always pride ourselves on being very authentic in our conversation. Like, if this doesn't happen, we're not going to talk about it. We don't do this made-up crap where we mm-hmm. pitch you an idea. Like, it's got to come from real, real world experience. Well, that, and we're not smart enough to remember the lies that we make up, so. Yeah, yeah we're <laughs> terrible liars, because so, we yeah. forget them anyway. But, so, Nick had a little <laughs> adventure with washing his car. We won't name them by name, but he went to, like, black and white panda car wash, and it tended to just destroy his clear coat. My brand new clear coat. Brand new clear coat. Oh, this is on his Crosstrek, not my, on the Maserati. Or brand new Crosstrek from Carter Subaru. And I, I tell you, I live by this, that you don't take your car to automatic car washes. And I do. I, could, I wish I could have, I wish there was a part of my logic that would have smacked me and said, you know better. Like, and it's just, I cleaned the car and it looked, of course it looked fine. And I got out in the sun and it was just instantaneously looked like I had like millions of racing stripes. Yes. It was just. Yeah. Even the touchless car washes in the world can do this to you, but it's just... <sighs> yeah, we have a whole system when we go on road trips. I have a collapsible bucket. I bring my own soap. I bring my own wash mitts. That has oh. nothing to do with what we do with the cars, but he, you know, the, washing cars happens too. Yes, that's so true. <laughs> we just says a bucket and some soap. <laughs> the KOA shower sucks, <laughs> exactly. so yeah, you know, know we just spray each other down with a pressure washer and we're good to go. Now, <laughs> so that's how you get up in the morning. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Screw coffee. You take a power washer to the back of the thighs. I'll tell you right now, you're <laughs> up and going. Yeah. <laughs> Yep. I have a cold, sorry. <laughs> it makes so me sound brooding and moody. <laughs> <laughs> Nick's always sick. Yeah. Yeah. So we we could end it there with that being our tip of the week, but we had to do some corrective paint action on this thing. And Huge corrective paint action. Yeah. So two buffers. I have my buffer. He has his. We have some Meguiar's. Uh, we had three different types of uh, compound, and... The trick was here was to start as, as light a compound as you need. You don't want to go heavy, like straight to the cutting compound don't, don't on start a brand new car. Yeah. yeah. Don't go for the straight cutting compound and buffing through your paint down to the primer and into the metal. Bad idea. So and do your research on the product and the, the buffer that you have. And the pad. And the pad, because there are so many things that you can damage, even if you're using a light compound. Yeah. If you're using like a professional rupees buffer and you like turn it to 10, you're going to go straight through your, your paint, paint into the metal. Yeah. So You'll see the inside of your car real soon. Yeah, the real popular one is the uh, Porter Cable one, which I think is the re- Grios uses the same one rebranded. I want to say, looking at them side by side, they're both very good 
buffers. So, yeah. Yeah. Look, if you don't, if you are new to buffing and new to this, do not go out and get the three hundred dollar buffer or the four hundred dollar buffer and be like, yeah, I got the best one out there. Because you're gonna go, I guarantee you, you're gonna go right through your paint if you do that the first time. In fact, what you, the most ideal way to do this is to go to a junkyard and get a piece of sheet metal. You don't really care what it is. You just want it to be in not rusting through condition because then you can practice. You can go through, you can see what works and what doesn't. Give yourself some time to practice. This isn't one of those things you want to just dive right into head first. There's tons of YouTube videos out there, but until you really get your hands on one of these things and try the methods yourself, you can actually do a lot more damage than help. Um, and if you're just not comfortable with it or you don't want to try that, or you don't want to spend the time to learn, Take it to someplace pro like Metropolitan, our friends at APC. There's a lot of good Northwest Auto Salon. Yeah, Northwest Auto Salon. There's a lot of good detail shops around here that will transform your paint. I had never done it. I, I the kit was given to me years ago by my parents, and I, to be truthful, I just never had the courage to do it because I always thought I'd screw it up. I had watched all the Griot's videos. I had watched about all the, all the compounds and things like that. And I was still sitting there with you and Jared, <laughs> our executive producer, and I'm going, uh, I, how do I do this? <laughs> yeah, and we took it slow. We used very, very light-duty compounds and very, very light-duty pads. On these, The nice thing about these cheaper buffers, uh, the ones from Griot's and uh, Porter Cable, um, stuff like that you get on Amazon, is you they kind of help you not do a lot of damage because they're not nearly as powerful, which is a good thing when you are first starting out. And most people, unless you're doing major paint correction, you don't actually need one of those really high-speed buffers. Yes, they will cut your job time down in half and make it easier, but you need to know what you're doing with them. It's sort of the opposite of other things that you do. It's, it's not always the best investment to buy the best one out there if you don't know what you're doing with it. And I'm an amateur, but I, and I've seen... That's, that's, that's a statement that can be said about so many things in this world. <laughs> But yes. you really can you really can screw things up. And yeah. It's so tough. Start by doing it by hand, then move to the machine, and then decide if you want to upgrade. Because chances are you don't need one for one. Chances are if you do need one, you want a professional to show you how anyway. <laughs> or just do what I've been doing and, and pay to have it done. It'll be done right, and they will know what to do, and they, it will look better. Yeah, and I yeah, it looks great, but and, and I appreciate all the help you guys did, but it's just like yeah, but nothing we can do, even with experience, no. is going to be even close to what a professional who does this every day can do, and they will do it in minutes. What we will take hours to do. Well, yeah, <laughs> they know the exact right of pressure and yeah, the, ridges, and I mean, there's so many things that you don't know as far as you know body lines and kinds of paint, even kinds of paint, and to dab the dab the the stuff on the car before you turn on the on the, uh, the buffer, it so it doesn't send it all the way across the garage <laughs> and things like that. That actually didn't happen, but yeah. Thanks to you. Yeah, no, oh, yeah. funny pro tip. Um, so Notorious, the worst cars I've ever worked on, the worst paint I've ever had was my 2007 Corvette. I had a Z06 black and gorgeous color when it's done right. Um, but before I had it wrapped, I was doing tons of buffing and always taking care of it. They have the worst, softest paint you can imagine. Mm-hmm. And Get some it, low spots? Uh, I, create I, some low spots, I should no, say? No, I, I was careful enough not to do that. Uh, but it was just another reminder of last week's tip to just get paint protection because that was awful. But if you have a GM and you have a black car, they are notoriously bad. It's not like a slam on GM. It's just that's just how they are. Everybody knows they have terrible paint. Uh, Ferrari's actually really thin paint, too. Well, I will say this and kind of wrap it up. Um, uh, Subarus have great paint. <laughs> they do. Actually, <laughs> and yours cleaned up perfectly. It cleaned up so perfectly. It was very easy to clean up uh, thanks to three people doing it. But uh, <laughs> this is your, your, your weekly tech tip brought to you by Carter Subaru and Rain City Supercars. Yeah. So. Yeah. How you been? I've been good. I've been good. Um, it was Mother's Day. I, I was nice. Uh, you know, I was sick, unfortunately. Um, my mother, uh, we did a lovely dinner at home, um, which was great. And uh, your mom was out of town, huh? Yeah, my mom's in Maryland visiting my sister. So mm-hmm. That was your gift to your mother that you yeah, weren't there? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> no, no. <laughs> no, we will celebrate when she gets back, of That's course. That's very good. Uh, but yeah, happy Mother's Day to all the mothers. I know you're hearing this after that, but uh, we appreciate we you, We still of wish you a happy Mother's Day. Yeah, we, are v- we were very fortunate to have great moms. Mm-hmm. So. I still understand it sometimes. But yeah. <laughs> long story. <laughs> Somehow they tolerated us for a long time. <sighs> Tolerate's a good word, Dan. Yeah, it is, isn't word. it? So. <laughs> you know, Dan, I'm sitting here and I'm thinking, it's just you and me today. I know. We have this weird empty third seat. It's, it's just weird. a lonely microphone here. What should we do about it? Uh, we should probably fill that seat. Jared, how's Come your audio here, level? What's that? How's Come your audio here. level today? It's good. Are you recording yeah, you? you? you d- I, I actually am. Good. Yeah. Yeah, that was the whole plan the whole time. I don't time. think you know this, but you're well, today's that's guest. Weird. 
Yeah, you were today's guest because we want to introduce the third person in Rain City Supercars. And we didn't tell our audience about this intentionally. We actually didn't tell anybody in the room. No, not at all. <laughs> um, Jared is our producer. But he thanks for walking right through the door as we're, as we're getting you to try to change all the mics. And you're like, we don't have another mic. Why do we need to change that? Yep. Well, so we're going to even try to walk over here. Come on. So, yeah, this was absolutely intentional. We wanted it to be a surprise for Jared. Jared does a lot of behind-the-scenes work. If you've seen the updates on our website to the um, – <laughs> we're all laughing at Jared. He's like, what am I doing on stage here? <laughs> yeah, no, this was Don't was worry, not it's on planned. the radio. Nobody knows what you – oh, wait, you're filming this. Never mind. <laughs> <laughs> I record my, my typical audio every week, but I never say anything, so. Yeah. Yeah, so, Yeah, well – Change that today, because that's the whole point <laughs> of having a guest. Is, uh, you know. All right, good. Yeah, good. No. Don't be too overwhelmed. It's just a podcast. Yeah, <laughs> I've been here a couple times, so <laughs> it's all right. Jared has been with us for quite a few months. I've known Jared through work that is not this for years, and he has done all of our website updates. You've seen the logos come up and pop up. Our website drastically improved since he started. Our audio quality improving. He's the one who does a lot of our setup. His wife is here in the audience as well, who helps us. We're good friends. He's also a big-time car guy. Yeah, 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 absolutely. Yeah, which has made us the, per the perfect match for the show. Uh, and you have actually more cars than both Nick and I right now. Which I is really weird. Yeah, <laughs> weird I do. I don't know how that, that happened. Yeah. <laughs> I do. Yeah. You have a love of cars and <laughs> a very understanding wife. Yeah. I blame Dan for giving me a ride in his GTR like yes. six or seven Not years my fault. ago. Yes. Yeah. I feel so good about that. Yeah. You launched it too. I did. That was that was great. That was a dream come true. <laughs> it had been my favorite car for, geez, I don't know. What, when did it come out? 2012 or something? No, 2009 actually. 2009. Yeah. yeah so. 2008 was the first year. It was a 2008 and a half model. 2009 was its official launch year. They were terrible. <laughs> and so you were bringing it up at work as a joke of like, oh, what car should I get? And I was like, oh, you should get a GTR. Like, oh, he's never going to get one. He's easily There's impressionable. No yeah, I, I try it all the time. Like, Dan, you should you should get a lot Ferrari. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but lo and behold, a couple months later, he got one, and man, that was that was fun. That was a great experience. Yeah. It's, so, uh, uh, I, I, just to let people kind of get to know you, obviously, you, you know, we've known you for a long time. Um, you're kind of our our third garage monkey uh when we're working on all of our cars your car my car things like that but um your two main what we'll call collector cars yeah are what uh well i just bought a 350z 2007 yeah that's the grand touring um so that's what you've probably been hearing about on the podcast is me and dan working yeah, on all sorts of different on projects yeah. on that um it was in kind of kind of rough shape when i picked it up so we've been restoring it and getting it it's looking all, good too already yeah not in terrible um, shape. This isn't like a restoration project. This yeah, is just overdue updates. Right. Yeah. Just it was a little neglected. Needed a lot of things done. New soft top, which was a pretty big project to to do on my own. Um, and the top needed to click down. Oh and yeah. And the motors didn't work. And you needed a backup camera. And, and you needed brakes and, and paint correction. <laughs> paint correction. Yeah. And, and the uh, rotors were rotors falling apart. <laughs> yeah. We should <laughs> give a lot of credit where it's due right here. Is that. Ashley, to Ashley, I was going to yeah, say, yeah, yeah. yeah. Your no, wife puts in sure. some serious work. No, she does. She was giving us this look like, what up? And I'm like, no, you're in the conversation. No yeah, worry. Yeah. 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 So, yeah. No, Ashley I did couldn't have done the soft top without her, and she's been a tremendous help on all the projects. So. Yeah. She's not afraid to get her hands dirty. No. It's very cool. No, it's been awesome. <laughs> it's been super great. <laughs> we were just changing the oil in, in all of our cars recently, and like I was getting ready to hop under the car, and, and I looked down, and she's like sliding under the car. I'm like, oh. Okay, well, awesome. <laughs> yeah. I guess I'll just instruct. This is great. <laughs> Don't grab the starter. <laughs> <laughs> and and that is a yeah. car you picked up from a family member, correct? Yep. Yeah, my dad had that for a long time. Very um, nice. Yep. Like, so you know the history of the car. I, I do. Mean, it, yeah. it needed some love, and, and you, you saw the opportunity and, and uh, took, uh, took it under your wing. Yep. And your other collector car, my other collector is actually car. a family car, too. It is. That yeah. one is from my grandfather. So I, I got three generations of of. You know, family cars now. Okay. That one is a 1966 uh, Chevy Corvair. Okay. Um, rear engine. To my knowledge, the only rear engine American car ever made. I th uh, in mass production, yes, as far as I know. Yeah, there's a few other mid and rear, but yeah. Yeah. So let's do this. I want I want the listeners to hear that whole story because it's a really great story about how you got the car where it came from. Let's take a quick break. When we come back, you can realize that you're finally a guest on the show <laughs> and uh, you didn't know it. And <laughs> we'll, we, can, uh, we can come back to that, okay? And All besides, right. you're going to probably have to move some audio levels. So. Great. All right, we'll, yeah. be right, we'll be back right after this. We spend an average of 8 hours and 41 minutes a day facing screens. Laptops, smartphones, tablets, even digital refrigerators. But what are we really connected to? Isn't it time you connected to something 
greater? Sometimes the best way to connect is to disconnect. This moment of escape was created by Haggerty for people who love cars. And we're back. I don't like the way your wife claps. <laughs> <laughs> it's softer than when it I do is, it. It's much softer. I mean, you yeah. would know she beats you. <laughs> you probably earn it. It's a, fami uh, some habit, 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 familiar habit. sound. Oh, look at like that. There <laughs> we I go. Can talk. Okay. There we go. Yeah. Learning how to speak again? Yep. Okay. Talk to Hagen. All right. Well, before the break, I wanted to. I want. I want our listeners to know the story of your of your car because I think it's a really cool story. It is. A it cool was. Story. Uh, so just f start from the beginning. Many moons ago. Well, with how so your suddenly I was awake. Yeah. Yeah. So suddenly I was awake. <laughs> so suddenly I was awake. <laughs> now, so so my grandfather worked for GM many years ago, um, and he always had a love for Chevy Corvairs. I think he had owned three of them in his lifetime. He. Um, he bought one, uh, I believe, brand new, and he had owned that for 50 years or so. Um, and, you know, they're, they're, they they finally decided that they are going to to downsize, and so they were going to get rid of their car because the, the Corvair is like 16 feet long, and it wouldn't fit in their new garage that they were going to get. <laughs> it's a two-door car that's 16 <laughs> feet long with yeah. the rear engine, so yeah. <laughs> If you've never, if you don't know what a Corvair is, go look it up. Yeah, it's and a, read some of the stories. Strange, yeah. It's a strange vehicle. Read that's the Wikipedia. For sure. yeah, read the Wikipedia. Totally yeah. worth it. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Anyway, so he they they contacted me and they were like, uh, well, you know, can can you make some for sale signs because I I do a lot of graphic design stuff. Um, so we've heard. Yeah, I guess you guys are familiar with <laughs> yeah, that. Exactly. Um, really? <laughs> <laughs> As he's sitting in front of a giant screen, he made. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Oh, now it's accurate. We're good. We're on the air. <laughs> Your your backup assistant over there was a little slow on the uptake. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, back to the Corvair. Right, right. So, uh, so I made those for sale signs for him, and then um, I think we got together that same night that I made those signs for him, and I was telling you guys that what he was selling, and you were, and and I was debating on our, or not whether I should call him back and and tell him that I'm interested in buying one from him and and living the legacy on, and uh, I remember you guys had a very uh, solid answer of yes, you you should do this. You're, you're gonna regret it if you don't do it. Do it. You're gonna learn learn to love it. I understand. You're have the, a great time. The beautiful thing of buying a, a loved one's car. Right. So, I mean, I yeah, get you're, that. You're, yeah, because yeah, we were, we're, we're, we're we were at the Chinese restaurant by your house, weren't we? Yeah. yeah. That, I think that was part of it. Yeah, I think we we're at uh, Tadeja's house. Oh, uh, maybe not. Tadeja's. That. That's yeah, right. Yeah. yeah. Oh, then we were not where I thought we were. Good to know. <laughs> but, but yeah, <laughs> means um, are memorable. <laughs> Your TR3, that yeah. was my grandfather's, grandfather's as well, yeah. right? Yeah. I was given that, but still. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah, anyways, after that, I, I called him back. I think it was like 48 hours later after I had made the first sale signs. And I was like, you know what? Like, don't sell one of them. You know, I, I want to buy one. I want uh, to live on that, that family legacy. Um, and they were thrilled uh, with that. <laughs> They're secretly, very happy secretly what that. he wanted you to do, probably. Yeah, probably. Exactly. exactly. Yeah. Would you like three of them? Um, so you know, <laughs> after after that, they were very happy. Gave me a very good deal on it, um, and uh, it's it's been a lot of fun. And it's so, what, great. Year, what year is it? It's Yours? a 1966. It's a 1966, and it's a white uh, convertible with what, what's the interior? It's a white convertible, white interior. It was a resto mod done by uh, Roland Martin, who is still around in this area, also. Um, and he's part of the Corvairs Club, so I get to see him every month, and it's kind of cool because he's the guy that, that restored and built my car. You have to be the youngest guy in the yeah, Corvair Club. Yeah, I was going to like, a lot. Uh, a couple of years. A couple of years, <laughs> yeah. yeah. Exactly. So I was the youngest guy in the Corvette Club by a lot, and I'm almost 40. <laughs> yeah, no, I mean, there's 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 a few younger guys there. They drive their Corvairs actually every day. They, they daily drive them, um, which is... It's pretty interesting. Well, it's a good car. Yeah. yeah. I mean, it's in, in spite of what Ralph Nader said, it's a fantastic car. <laughs> Actually, it's got great traction. It's just, it's a cool car. I don't know how else to say it. Like you said, there's no rear engine GMs anywhere. Yeah. So it's just, yeah. And what are we doing to it next? What do you, it's a... I've got a, a, a bearing uh, in the, the steering column that needs to be replaced. Uh, right now, I got like four inches of play when I'm driving down the road. <laughs> so, you know... 
Which oh, is that's nothing in a classic car. I was going to say. <laughs> you talk to me when you're going like 12 to 6. <laughs> Uh, that's, that's totally true, though. It's funny. Is we, Nick and I have the opportunity, thanks to our, actually one of our good sponsors, Haggerty Classic Cars. We we do end up driving quite a few classic cars, and we know quite a few people with classic cars. And it's so funny. Like When we were driving the 67 RS, I was like, man, this thing would – you would kill for the handling of a 2000 Toyota Corolla in a 67 Camaro <laughs> RS because none of them drive. But the problem like, is when you drive them, you feel that you, you don't realize that you're in an old car. Like <laughs> – we were driving, and Dan called me. He goes, dude, you're locking up the rear brakes all the time. I'm like, I had no idea. Because <laughs> <Yeah, 'cause laughs> they just don't drive like normal, like regular cars do. But, yeah, there's nothing like driving a classic car, yeah. especially one that came from your grandpa, too. Yeah. It's a different experience, you know. Uh, we, uh, my wife's uh, grandparent, or uh, grandma was here, and her, and her mom over the weekend, and we went to Exotics, and then we went to Hollywood Tavern with, with the crew, and... Uh, uh, Give away take all of our secrets. Jeez, we bring you on one yeah. time, and you're telling people where you hang out. <laughs> well, you can you can beep that. Jokes out on you. Then. You can edit it out. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but anyways, we're just we're just cruising through Woodenville, and it's just it's such a different experience driving that. It, it, you just you drive slow. You enjoy you know the scenery. You wave at people. Everybody wants to talk to you. It's 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 great. Dan, have you been in that car? I have. Oh, that must be nice. <laughs> um. <laughs> you driven with me? Yeah, once. Right. Oh yeah, one yeah. time. Yeah. Well, what must have been memorable. Jeez. It was. It was great. Oh, you, I've never been invited, and you don't remember when you were with Dan. Well, next Saturday. By the way, that's your wife. <laughs> <laughs> I know she's been in the car. I've seen photos. Makes the car look really good. We'll, we'll swap TR3 <laughs> Corvair oh, yeah. next, okay. next Saturday. Okay. All right. There we go. <laughs> so I, don't, I don't hate you that much. Uh, <laughs> so, I mean, are you planning to keep it as, as stock as you can keep it, or what's the, what's, what's the plan? Yeah, I mean, they do make an overload suspension for it that in turn lowers it about an inch. Um, and, and I think it just kind of has a nicer stance. It looks it looks better, um, I think, a little lower. So I'm probably going to do that and then add a dual master cylinder just be for safety reasons. Look at you yeah. wanting to stop. So I don't freak out when I am <laughs> when I look down a really long hill. <laughs> we'll stop just, eventually. Yeah, send yeah. A, say a quick prayer, you know, as we're going down <laughs> the hill. <laughs> my Corvair made me Catholic. <laughs> Dear Lord. <laughs> I mean, it's lasted 60 years. So, sure. you know, it's probably all right, but It'll still. Stay on the road. Jeez. So, I mean, obviously you've got the, you've got the 350, which I I absolutely love. I think it's a great car. It's you you and the mods you've been making to it are just this, Okay. This, I was going to say there's a fun story behind that cuz I remember when you, as well like when he was buying the Corvair, he came and talked to us, then he was thinking about buying the 350. Actually, you were you got yeah. your new job. So Jared works at Boeing full time, uh, in tech, not in assembly. But um, he was talking about what cars to buy, and he was looking at an FRS and um, other cars like that, rear wheel drive, light, Miata. fun car, Miata, yeah. great car. And just to be fair, when we talk about the cars he was going to buy, he di he was vaping at the time. <laughs> Thanks, Nick. Just right <laughs> under the bus, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I owe you for earlier. <laughs> so. Yeah, so he was talking to us, and I and then he said the 350Z from his dad, and I and I told him, I said, like, go drive all of them, then drive the Z, and I guarantee you'll change your mind, because torque is a very addictive thing, and when you're going from a Miata, which is a great car, and an FRS, which is also a great car, but then you go into something with torque, like a 350Z, you dramatically find that one is more fun to drive than the other, and I tell everybody this. Go drive what you want to drive and meet your heroes when it's in your budget. Because you will not leave going, oh, this one is, I'm not sure. You always leave going, yeah, that's the one. That's it. And once you drive a car with like the 50Z, which has a lot of torque and is a really fun car to drive all the time, the other ones don't really compare. And they look cooler. They may look different on spec sheets or what you want to do with them may vary, but... I knew Jared, and I knew that as soon as he got it behind the wheel, that is like, oh, man. <laughs> <laughs> it's true. I called you. I think I, I had just left Carter Subaru, actually. I w had been – I was driving a GT86 there, and I was on my way back to Maple Valley to, to drive the, the Z, and yeah, I don't know. Yep. The, R the, the MX-5 RF, though, man, that is a good plat – that was so much fun. If that would have been the same price as the Z, I don't know. That yeah. would have been a difficult decision. Right. Uh, that was really fun. Yeah, and it's nobody's going to knock that. That's what the saying always goes, Miata is always the answer when you don't have the answer. Because it is a great platform. So is the BRZ, FRS, what, GT86. GT86 is the the platform for the BRZ, and the, it was the FRS. Now it's just the Toyota 86, right? Yeah. Mm -hmm. yeah. So yeah, I don't think the Super's not making it anymore. I don't think, are they? 
I, I think it still is yeah, the, the, the okay. VRZ and the It's 86. the same platform. Yeah, yeah, yeah I understand yeah. that. I so many can, There's still two. Yeah. 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 So the confused. Toyota and the yeah. Subaru. Partial version. to the Subaru, actually. I like the way it looks a little better. Just the trim on the inside. Interior is yeah, nicer. Interior yeah, interior is nicer on the Subaru. But it, it's the, it, with the engine in that car, it's, it's the Subaru Boxer engine, correct? Yeah. Yes. Yeah, okay. Mm-hmm. E- even in the Toyota. Yeah, yeah, the exact yeah. same car. Yeah, it's the Toyota, Toyota chassis and Subaru engine. Yeah, yep. which is a great combination, yeah. uh, especially if you're doing autocross or something like that. Where you Compared to their new deals where it's a Toyota chassis and it's a BMW. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I want to talk about that later because all, all the reviews of, of people that went out and drove the new Supra came out yesterday. Yeah. I was so. just uh, watching Doug DeMiro today yep. about the... Yes. This new Supra. Uh, Very yes. interesting. Is there a definition of disappointment? Yes, it's the Mark V Supra. <laughs> <laughs> we, we have, a, we have a, a very good friend that's a uh, YouTuber that drove it and yeah. liked it. Oh, no, everybody likes it. I just don't like it as a Supra. No, God, no. Anyway. Well, it's funny because we, um, uh, we will get to this a little bit later, but when, you, when all the f- photos in the car, where you're inside the car, you can totally tell it's a BMW. Oh, yeah. <laughs> it's exactly the same. Exactly the, the same shifter same. gives yeah. it away. Uh, the yeah. screen on the dash, Infotainment, yeah. straight yeah, out yeah, of the yeah, Z4. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway. Yeah. Anyway. I guess the next question we have to ask Jared is, um, what car in your family are you going to buy next? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah. What are your parents driving these days? What's There's your, yeah. <laughs> yeah, exactly. You know, it, they're all tapped out. Uh, oh. Nobody else owns a fun car in my family now. There's, <laughs> there's nothing else. All, yeah. I think it's time so. for your parents to buy a GTR. I'm just yeah. saying. <laughs> 13 you know, they're, they're looking at an F-Type, so maybe that will be the next one that in five years. That is an excellent car, by the way. Yeah. They're, they're looking at the V6 uh, convertible Still, F-Type. I, yeah. I, the F-Types all across the board, even with the V6 all the way to the V8, they're just great cars. I almost bought one, and I even thought about it again this time as I was shopping. Uh, I, I drove the V8. I drove an SVR that somebody I knew owned, so top of the line all the way down to the V6, and I was surprised at how great they were. But if if you want a fun car on a budget, a used and certified, because it's a Jag, it's British, V6 F-Type is the way to go. If you want something a nice convertible just to cruise for, awesome car. Highly recommend it. And nothing cl- comes close to touching it as far as styling. Yeah. You know, it, it's got that Aston Martin styling exactly. for $45,000 right now used. So, exactly. Like, you can get a great one still under there. warranty. Yeah. So you should do that. I agree. So, with anyways, you. good yeah. parents of yours. Well, you know, I, I coax them and you know, you should get a 350Z, and then there I come and. Oh, did you talk yeah. them into buying the 350? Well, I owned a 300ZX yeah, at the time, you were, oh, so okay. I was a big Nissan fan at the <laughs> oh, time. Oh, we should talk about this. <laughs> Nick's giving me that look. He knows what I'm going to bring uh-huh. up. So, as a joke, we do. It, it's funny because it's literally as a joke. We have a MySpace page. <laughs> <laughs> oh, boy. I was highly against this, <laughs> but yeah. <laughs> so I made a MySpace page for Rain City Supercars. Oh, <laughs> There's nothing on it yet, but it's we're going to, I don't know, throw some music in the background or something. I don't know, whatever MySpace we is. we got to figure out the code days. so we can change the background and the music, but yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I'm a little disappointed Tom isn't my friend, but anyway. <laughs> so as I was doing that, I started searching out people I knew to see who was on MySpace. I found Jared's untouched <laughs> MySpace page, <laughs> which is amazing. <laughs> and there are photos of him with his 300ZX. Yeah. It's like one of the worst cars in the world to work on <laughs> ever, by the way. You can unpucker yeah. now. We're not going to give away all your secrets. Don't worry. Like, <laughs> you got like, so tense. Like, we went to Jared's MySpace page. Yeah. Uh, oh, God. Delete, Over the years, there's been a, like probably two times I've thought about deleting it. But I'm like, nah, this is just like perfectly preserved history. It, it like, made me I'll go. Just, I, I, I went back and found it. I left And I was there. like, oh, wow. Oh, yeah. yeah. Same here. I went through it. I was like, oh, I got to delete her. The little time capsule. Oh, yeah. That's yeah. not a good thing. It was oh. cool seeing the photos of your Z, though, back yeah. there. Yeah, I yeah. had the same terrible photos. I just deleted mine. <laughs> yeah, I took it to prom a few times. I think those are the pictures. Yeah. Oh, well, yeah. Did you going to prom more than once? Just the yeah. bell of the ball. Keep getting older to stay the same age. I know. <laughs> all right, all right, all right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, last year was my last one. Yeah. Whoa. <laughs> Whoa. <laughs> Whoa. <laughs> <laughs> Awkward. Uh, tenth year in a row. Yeah. <laughs> DSHS, that is a joke. <laughs> Weren't you here last year? No. <laughs> Are you a chaperone? Yeah. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Oh, bad. Man. Bad, bad, bad. <laughs> so, yeah. So, uh, your love for Z's started a long time ago. <laughs> yes, <laughs> well, you I think had that's the what Z, we're And then your parents were looking for a, a sports car. And you, you did they buy that car new? Uh, they bought it with 3,000 miles. Okay. Oh, so so almost. <laughs> almost yeah. yeah. The floor yeah. mats had a wear spot. That's about <laughs> it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It was, you know, uh, quite a bit cheaper uh, with 3,000 miles on it. Yeah. Nice. Well, yeah. yeah. That's Let somebody one. else take the hit. I, I will never buy a, a new, new, new car. That will be new. 3,000 miles. Yeah, that one hurts. New. Let me tell you. 
Did you do that? Yeah, the, Z- the Z06. Oh, oh, yeah. didn't know that. Yeah, the cross trick. I. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah, no, it's that was a smart buy. The Z06. Uh, I I got a great price on the Z06, and I did love the car. That was the thing is I wanted the exact car I wanted in the exact way I wanted. So there was no way I was going to get a Z06 except for pure luck if I ordered if I didn't order it. Um, yeah, that cost a lot of money <laughs> over two years between 36,000 miles on a GM. <laughs> like, any GM. It could be right. anything. Let me, yeah, any GM. So there, there's no, there is no exception to that rule. But then a Corvette, which is a mass production vehicle, yeah. Uh, just for the listeners out there, don't do that. <laughs> Love the car, but... Do what he says, not what he does. Yeah, that is definitely a do what I say, not what I do. <laughs> Unless you just have, I don't know, $40,000 to burn over two years. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, nope, not yet. Uh, if anybody's calculating, that is a dollar per mile. <laughs> you enjoyed every single every mile. mile. Every mile. Yep. You enjoyed it when Microsoft had a hold of it and uh, Ken, what's his, uh, Gushi, or what's his name? Burn Ken the Gushi. Tire. Yeah. Ken Gushi was burning the tires off. And oh, yeah. I mean, uh, well, you 22 you national parks that car saw. Wow. Yeah. Well, you losing forty thousand dollars was definitely worth it to me. I love driving it. Now you did. That was a lot of fun. Every, you losing forty. <laughs> we're good with you losing money. Yeah. Man. Actually, yeah. totally fine. No, yeah. if if I if I'm rating value per happiness, it was worth every penny and more. Uh, it it's a smiles per miles kind of thing. Mm, That's a gauge you don't get on most GMs. <laughs> it's true. They usually break. You know. <laughs> yeah, <it's>, that <laughs> gauge is broken. It's not British, but it's close. Oh <laughs> <laughs> uh, w- yeah, I was gonna say, the, one of the funnest things I've had about those the cars I've had is sharing them, especially the start of the GTR. That was so fun cause just to watch you smile <laughs> and laugh when I had him launch it. I'll never forget. We were down by was that like Auburn or something? Where was yeah. It? Where was it? It oh, it was on Maple Valley. Where was it? No. Oh, wasn't on Maple Valley Highway, uh, next to oh, I can't remember the pub name. Yeah, we could drive some bikers there. pub. Yeah. yeah, and I was like, all right, there's no way behind to stop. Oh, the <laughs> yeah. red, the Red Dog Pub. Yes, yeah. actually. yes, it was. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I don't know what you're talking. about. Yeah, that about. is exactly the one. Uh, it was not great bar. <laughs> yeah, great, great bar. So I, I had Jared drive in because I knew he always wanted to drive it. And so we, I looked behind us and, and I like, turned around. I was like, all right, stop. And then I put it in launch mode. And I was like, all right, here's what you're going to do. Slam on, the ga- slam on the brake with your left foot and floor it with your right. And, he said, and I was like, and don't let off. <laughs> and then we fair. went right up to 50 miles an hour yeah. and, yep, and we stopped. slowed down. Yep. Anybody yep. can do that in a GTR. That's like his mother did it. <laughs> I did. I had my mom launch the GTR. Oh, really? really? Yeah, yeah, on Highway 9. I really wish you had a video of that. That would oh be the God. only thing that would be It was better great. Than, yeah, yeah. My mom was laughing. She thought it was hilarious. And <laughs> she's like, oh, it's so fast. That was it. That's my mom. <laughs> and if I could just weigh in for a moment. Oh, but of oh, course. Hi, oh. We hi, drove hi. past that spot yesterday on the way. We not. We did not drive past that spot on the way yesterday to his parents' house. And uh, he definitely did not say, this is the spot where I got to launch a GTR. He <laughs> yeah, still no, says it every time we pass the spot. <laughs> it's more of a joke now than anything. But, yeah, every single like week when well, we drive by I mean, there. He would tell more people where he met you, but he's not allowed around that high school anymore. So. <laughs> <laughs> so, exactly. <laughs> when do you get out of class, Ashley? <laughs> <laughs> like two years apart. That's anyway. funny to me. <laughs> and I like watching him squirm. I do. Yeah. So I mean, you you you've been here for a lot of our big guests and helping us. What and you we always talk to them about what they'd want to own or you know what's on the list. Hmm. So what's on the list? It's hmm. a really good question. Yeah. An Elise. Really? Oh yeah, that's a great one. Um, you are broken inside, aren't you? <laughs> yeah, I, I I go back and forth on it though because we live in Seattle. If I lived anywhere else, I'm I'm very confident that would be my next car, but. It's just the people that that have bought one and, and done reviews of driving it every day. Um, they say, "Oh yeah, it's great. Just just go off the freeway, take the back road home." Mm-hmm. Okay, that sounds great. Where where can you do that here though? Yeah, where can you do that between Kirkland and Bellevue? Like, <laughs> yeah, you work at you home, can. don't you? No, <laughs> <laughs> they are really fun cars. I've had a chance to drive a lot of them, including an Exige, actually, which yeah. was not street legal when I drove it, which was a ton of fun, actually. This is back in the day before the Exige had a street legal designation. Uh, I knew a guy, I'll just leave his name out of us, who had one, and he was I knew like, a guy who knew a guy who robbed yeah, a guy. Yeah, yeah. So he put a plate on it and said, Go for it. He put yeah. an Elise plate on an Exige uh, at the time, and uh, Man, it is no hard. cops gonna know the difference when they pull no, it over. No, they, Come they on. don't care anyway. But yeah. 
It was it was a ton of fun. That it is a driver's car 100 percent of the time, but it is nothing else. It's like an Ariel Atom, and people don't expect it, a car with a roof and windows to be like an Ariel Atom, but they have one function and no other function, and that is to drive fun and fast and back roads and on the track. Speed caps. Yeah. yeah, yeah, and it, and that's it. And they really are terrible at everything else. And that's not a bad yeah. thing. It's not a knock on the car. It's not designed to be good at anything else. It's designed to be a club racer, a weekend it's race car, a, a backroads driver. It's not designed to do anything else, but it does that one thing really, really well. It's a ton of fun. It's not exactly a 405 commuter. No. Though. And that's kind of my dilemma. There are a lot of guys that drive them to work, actually. This is, there's two in my garage at work, and they daily their release. Yeah. But I imagine they don't drive very far. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like, yeah, they're, they're I don't feel like I want to sit in that for 50 minutes a day, <laughs> like, and stop and go. Like, like, I'm in a death capsule. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah. But going along, really safe, it just feels that way. going along with the sentiment, though, I was looking at the MX-5 RF, and, and now that I have the 350, I've kind of hit that, that dilemma of now I have 320-ish horsepower. Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't think I could go back to sub-200s now and get a Miata. Yeah, but you're getting however, a lot less weight. However, and at least, though, mm-hmm. that would give me more torque. Fi- like, so You uh, need more driveway first. I tell and the Elise is a perfect Miata. In, I mean, I don't know. I tell everybody the same thing. Look, if you are on a budget, and you want a ton of speed, a ton of quality, you go out and you buy a used C6 Z06 with the heads already done and replace the seats. That's the only weak spot in the entire car is the heads and the seats. There's two weak spots. So the heads have a valve guide issue, which can easily be fixed aftermarket for about 3500 bucks, um, which is a lot, but it'll be bulletproof for the rest of its life in that LS7. And then the seats are terrible, but they're really easy to swap out. And the new C7, any C7 seats are 10 times better, and they bolt right in. But that car will never, ever make you go, man, if I only had more horsepower. Oh, if it only braked better. One, those brakes are like 300 bucks to replace the entire set, the whole thing. They're dirt cheap. Uh, that motor will never leave you wanting for torque, and it will handle awesome. And it will teach you how to drive because it will kill you if you get it wrong. But you will be laughing the entire time because it's just like, oh, I want to burn out out of this corner and go sideways. Okay, that's just literally hitting the gas harder than you did before. And they are, they're featherweight. They're awesome. If you want to drive a ton of fun, C6 Z06, I guarantee you will just laugh the entire yeah, way. Yeah, Jared, change your dreams. <laughs> and the even better news, with the C8 coming out, I guarantee the C7 Z06s are going to drop through the floor. I've yeah. already seen them in the 50s under warranty still. I was going to use this as a segue. What are your thoughts about the C8? I don't think you've talked about it. Oh, I can't wait. Uh, four years from now, when it stops being a terrible new launch item from GM, it'll be the best car they've ever produced. Well, to be fair, they've been launching it for the last eight years, so it should be good when well, it comes out, Well, the Project right? Zora was like an 80s thing, yeah. late 70s thing. So, I mean, the first four years, I'm just going to, like, I don't have any sponsors by GM, so I'm going to say it's going to be a terrible car with tons of problems. It's a first launch mid-engine car from GM. I have zero faith in them getting it right for four years. When they do, it will change the game, because right now, the C7 already has more options than everything under the sun. Literally, you get Apple, you get uh, Android Auto, you get CarPlay, you get front and rear cameras, you get limit, electronic limited slip rear diff, you get a seven speed with a rev matching transmission, you get the newer ones, 17 and up, you don't have to worry about heat soak on the motor, they fixed the supercharger, which is why you should buy one four years from now, not now. Um, they're basically bulletproof cars and transmissions. They have the best brakes you can get out there. They literally stop as fast as a McLaren P1. And that's in just uh, the carbon ceramics, which will never wear out on the street. You're getting Ferrari and Lamborghini performance for a third of the price, too. The difference is here is, like, unlike the McLaren or the Ferrari or the Porsches, when you get it wrong, you die. Like, they will throw you off the road, and they will not forgive you for getting it wrong. These other cars, uh, which are much more refined and have better chassis, will actually, you can get it wrong, and the car will sort it out and get you on the road. The C7 is much better than the C6, but it's still, like, it's an event to drive one of those cars. You guys have both driven my C7. When you when you got in it, it was like, okay, concentrate on what I'm doing. Like you're focused. It, it it doesn't matter what the stereo sounds like. The car sounds amazing, but it's like it's not a car you get in and just go to the grocery store and forget about that you're driving. You can get in a McLaren or a Porsche or anything and be like, I'm just going to drive it. And it's fine. It's no big deal. It was the easiest manual car I've ever driven. Though. Yeah, the manual's super flawless. Yeah, I but, agree. It was, a, when, it was a great car. It scared the crap out of me. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> but when you punch it from second to third, you're conscious of not power shifting it because even at 80 miles an hour, it's going to break loose and not a little bit. It's going to break violently loose. So it's like you better be pointed where you're going and know what you're doing. And <laughs> look, here comes the rear end. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> it's going. Fo- oh, we joked about it on the last episode where I hit myself in the face with rocks. 
because I would be turning really hard through a corner and the rear end would be coming out and the front end's pointed right and those tires <laughs> would get so sticky, it would flick rocks into your face through the window if it was down or hit the side window. In your face, Dan. In your face. <laughs> I literally had rocks hit my side windows. So I'd love to see that insurance claim. Like, I need new dental work. Uh, <laughs> my car hit me in the face. But, I mean, think about it, though. Is that ins- car insurance or I don't know. medical I don't insurance? Know. It's, it's a different type of claim. <laughs> yeah. So I had the, the 3LT um, Z07 package. I had everything under the sun of that thing. But if you're like, you know what? I just want the power and the grip and the go. 50 grand, you're going to get yourself a C7 Z06. 50 grand. I, I want that. You're going to get a 200-mile-an-hour car. But the problem yeah. is your car ruined it. Ruined me for all the other Corvettes because, like, I look at your car, and then I look like a, just a regular Stingray, and I'm like, God, it's so skinny and ugly. <laughs> like, all the little bits that, that, that Chevy adds to that car, I mean – the winglets, the every it just it makes it so wide and so massive and so mean looking that you put it next to another Corvette and it just it it looks like uh, the, the regular string rays look like an unfed dog from India. It's just <laughs> like yeah. it's just horrible. So I had another co-driver at the time and the, that car has an adjustable rear spoiler on it. You can put it up or down or off. And on my road trips, I would put it a little bit down because it actually did make one or two miles per gallon difference on the mileage. And if I had a long stretch of highway, well, a little bit helps. And so, but I, when I would put it up, um, people used to think, no, you're not going to notice that on the street. I'm like, well, that just means you're not driving it hard enough. <laughs> but I, I was nice to have that reassurance from somebody else who could drive the car hard. They're like, yeah, that really does make a difference. Uh, it pulls. Yeah. It yeah. squats that rear end down. People even next to the car would see it at speed and be like, man, that car's really low. Then I'd stop and be like, that car's not that low. Then it's like, no, it's because aerodynamics work. <laughs> Pretty much. And you were talking about the... Uh, C8 being in production for 10 years, my grandfather, when he worked at GM, he yeah. drove a, p- a prototype Corvette mid-engine back in like the 60s well, or 70s. Like the Manta Ray or, or there was something. Or no, no it, was, it was the Project Zora. Zora. That's it right. just was never went to production. It was a, they've well, been working on it forever. And, well, I remember the, he drove the, that in And Germany. the funny thing is, is GM's getting real cocky. Like that car has been out everywhere. It's been in New York. It's got the date on the side of the car now. And I'm thinking in they, July. they're going to get so cocky and then something's going to happen. Well, they crashed one mm-hmm. at, at Nurburg. They put one in the wall. So, um, Some woman is jumping up and down and screaming at you. So uh, I think we need to take a quick break, and we'll be right back after this. It's Adam. It's Adam. <laughs> <laughs> Grandpa, what do you call this thing again? It's a 66 Ford Bronco. I think you got ripped off. Why is that, honey? It's got no Wi-Fi, no USB port, no Bluetooth. Exactly. I guess we'll just have to talk. Sometimes the best way to connect is to disconnect. Is that the window button? It's called a window crank. Cool. The faster I move it, the faster it goes down. This moment of escape was created by Haggerty. Being old is kind of cool, Grandpa. Works for me. For people who love cars. And we're back. Hi, Dirt. Hey. (laughs) Everybody knows. (laughs) Sorry. Off-topic podcast. I apologize. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway. You should be a member. (laughs) I am. Oh, oh, him. No, no, no. We don't want his guy. <laughs> no. So, yeah, Jared, uh, pretty as, good as our first surprise yeah. guest, uh, how do you think you did? Probably bombed it. This is probably going to be the last <laughs> one you ever hear from Rain City Supercars. Yeah, we're, we're definitely recording <laughs> this <is> something <laughs> after this. Yeah, yeah. exactly. <laughs> oh, you think not only have you taken your episode down, but you're taking our whole our whole business down. Please don't do that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So, Jared, uh, you have plans. Uh, we all have our own tasks within the company here. But, uh, Jared, you have plans for coming up for the website, which I do. Yeah, we, we started. I started doing some um, some marketing stuff, uh, making stickers and that sort of stuff. Hopefully, we can get that on some cars this this year. Um, also, would like to make a, a marketplace where we sell like hats and t-shirts and just you know that normal merch. Um, and uh, the idea of somebody wearing our logo is weird to me. It right? still is. It's just like. <laughs> well, I was going to put your face on the back of the yeah, shirt. That's also. even worse. Yeah. No. We'll have a special edition. <laughs> Tommy boy. Tommy boy. Edition. I'm going to go get go like the full Stevo tattoo of you on my ass. Oh, great! <laughs> Thanks. <laughs> Oh, there's there's a, an image of you, I think. Uh, <laughs> Don't. <laughs> there's a, a certain he, image I would love to gesturing use. gesturing because uh, <laughs> there was a photo, and I don't even know if it was released, that I, I our photographer caught me, and I was, I was... I was not picking, but I was definitely pointing in at my brain. <laughs> and it, just by the angle it was at, it looks, you know. Yeah. So. Yeah, limited release T-shirt with that <laughs> image on the back. 
Oh, something that says pick Rain City Supercars? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> We're pure brain gold. <laughs> so, yeah, thanks. Yeah. But it's something for our, our listeners to look forward to. We did a little uh, – I have my recurring sausage party, which is not a joke. <laughs> I actually, on Friday nights before exotics, I – I tend to host like a, very, a small get together for um, men only. Yeah. Uh, no. <laughs> no, no, no. You it didn't was, explain it fast enough. I got to put I, my yeah, own I definition know. in. <laughs> I gave you a free shot there. Yeah, sure. It was pretty bad. <laughs> you know the best part about this is this will never make it into the no. <laughs> Still, it's yeah. just gonna be a bunch of mm-hmm. can opening. But, yeah. Anyway, I have a, a, a mocking, a joking event called the Recurring Sausage Party, which is I go to Costco, I get hot dogs, I get some of the volunteers from Exotics and Friends, and we all get together and we talk about cars and stuff and just hang out. Anyway, I don't even know where I was going with that. Because <laughs> you just totally I threw him so you far just off. Derailed me. He forgot what he was going to talk about. <sighs> no, at that at that event though, Jared brought out a bunch of stickers for us to demo awesome stuff everybody was like yeah. where can i get one of these and that was sort of our little precursor and we still to do this to this day if we have an idea we tend to run it by our friends first in our group and be like what do you guys think would you listen to this do you like this should we talk about this and once you showed the stickers everybody was like where do i get one of these and i have one on my laptop and it's in my work laptop so everybody's like what's this where do i get one of these because i have a lot of coworkers. thank you coworkers, who listen to our show so you guys will be able to see those pretty soon t-shirts hats, yeah you have to get a lot of those yeah think everybody's gonna want one yep. Stick, somebody with stickers help us out <laughs> <laughs> yeah i mean emails if, if you're a sticker guy we're, we're we're looking for a sticker guy. or girl yeah yeah you know, so. anybody who can make stickers yeah adam also, who's your I sticker mean, guy i uh use a variety of different stickers he's moved on from stickers he now has hands i have tattoos now <laughs> uh no i use diecutstickers.com actually they are uh they're in soda no georgetown area perfect but, um but yeah they they do all my stick in bulk so i buy i buy like a thousand stickers at a time so that's the way to do it that's a lot of stickers. it is a lot of stickers i've talked to them yep yeah they're, they're absolutely they're good they're they're Cost effective and uh, relatively fast, but hmm. um, but yeah, that, they're good. How are you, Adam? I'm great. How are you? Good. Do you good. like our surprise guest today? I do. Yeah, Jared's awesome. He's the best. Jared, yeah. Jared, give him the five dollars. <laughs> <laughs> he said nice things. What's it only uh, took five? I know. What's going on in the Avance world? I know you had a, a real, real fun event on Saturday because we didn't see it at Exotics. I know. I was bummed. Uh, yeah, as I said, I missed the the F40 at Exotics, which I'm bummed about. I didn't know that was your unicorn. Oh yeah, that's my car. You never, you've never seen it. Uh, I've s- I saw it once at the Ferrari Concours yeah. show down in Renton. Renton. So yeah. Yeah. yeah, I saw it once there, but I've never seen it at Exotics. And I didn't really get up close to it, so anyway. I'm kind we of will bummed. have to fix that. That is, that, I like that car That a lot. unicorn lives up to the hype. Yeah, that's a cool car. Uh, so, yeah, the last weekend we had a fun event at Pacific Raceways where the IRDC was doing a bunch of races and stuff, Pro 3 Series, Becky 46, BMW cars, a bunch of cool stuff. And then at lunchtime, we went out on parade laps for like three or four laps uh, on Pacific Raceways, which was awesome. I think we had like 45 or 50 cars uh, doing the laps. It was fun. We had all kinds of cool cars. Uh, Aventador out there, that was cool to see. And here. Yes, and here. Uh what else? GT4C Lusso. That was cool. He had the whole family going around the, the track. <laughs> that was pretty funny. That's what I love about that car. <laughs> it really is. I mean, that's like, I think the CTSV is like the ultimate, you know, like family car, but that's the ultimate family yes, car. Yes, it is. Yeah. So anyway, that was a lot of fun. That was on, on Saturday. The Mother's Day, obviously, on Sunday. So. And I saw a couple of your members that had their mother in the car yes, going that, around the track. That was great. Those yeah, were awesome yeah, pictures. We, we did have a couple <laughs> members who brought their moms uh, on the track, which you was You brought which me into this awesome. world. I'm going to take you out. <laughs> which was awesome. My favorite part was, I, you know, I was driving the, the Boxster on the track with the top down and everything, and I had the box of T-shirts, you know, because they just bought like 100 T-shirts, and I had them, you know, with me. So it's like me with, you know, the top down with the with the box of T-shirts. And the, going around the racetrack was pretty funny. <laughs> so it was fun, yeah. What well, do you got coming up? Uh, we've got a track day. Well, when this airs, I will be at the Ridge. So we have a track day on Friday the 17th. So that's uh, that's happening. So that'll be a lot of fun. And then um, we have this fun thing with uh, Zadart, which is uh, basically you get to drive five different supercars. Heard about that, yeah. Yeah. So Talk that, to Eric about driving that. Uh, they're planning that route a little bit. Yeah, so uh, we're going to do it uh, sort of at this location and there's going to be five supercars that you can drive on this five mile loop so you get to drive five different cars on this five mile loop so it's I think almost it's 25 the, miles 
It is exactly 25 <laughs> miles. <laughs> um, but you get to drive the Huracan, the 458, the R8 V10, the GTR wide body, and there's something else that I'm – oh, the 650S, the McLaren. Oh, so that's a hell of a lineup. It's a pretty good lineup. I have not driven all of those cars, so I myself am – sort of jealous of other people <laughs> because they will be doing it and I will not. So Yeah, I mean, if, and we're keeping the, obviously, where they're doing it a secret because you have to be an Avance member. Yes. You and, do. Uh, yes are, exactly. you, are you doing any cool Avance uh, membership drives or anything like that happening right now? Yeah, that's we have one on the 20th. What, what day is it today? What day? 17th it's uh, coming out. It's the 19th today, so it'll be the 25th. No, it is not the 19th. No, today. Not I, know, I know it's not it's 19th. 13th. I was going to say, I know. 13th. I was like, sorry. I, I, I have lost today. weeks in my life. I did not lose a week. <laughs> I changed the date on my watch and it reads backwards. It's nice. 19 May 13. Uh, yeah, anyway. Uh, yeah, we have a drive on the 22nd, I believe. So, yeah, nice. we got a drive coming up. TBD on the location. We're still kind of working that out. but I meant membership drives. But th- a drive, I mean, no, I meant like to get members. Like a fundraiser? No, like to like get a members. A <laughs> Like a drive. Well, you had the Griot special a while. That's what I'm saying. A, a oh, membership oh, special oh, drive. Oh, okay. yeah. Sorry. I, I don't know what that's going to be. Yeah, I know. Yeah, I don't know. So it's always, uh, that's the <laughs> best thing about it. Yeah. No, I'm working on Avance Fest, which is next month, June 30th right now. So uh, that'll be fun because that's Avance like the Fest. big for all Avance members to come. It's going to be like a car meet, although I hate car meets, but we're going to do like drift. We're going to rent like a water truck and do like a drift donut oh, kind of cool. contest thing. So we're going to have Time to like bring the triumph. It's, yeah, <laughs> it's the only bring time. It out. <laughs> bring it out. <laughs> uh, so that's going to be an Emerald Downs, but it's going to, you know, we'll have food trucks and DJs and, you know, it'll be, it'll be a Dang. lot of fun. So that'll yeah, be awesome. So that'll be fun. So I'm working with an event planner to put all that stuff together now. So that'll be a, that'll wow. be a big one because nice. we don't really do a lot of big shows, but that'll be the biggest show. You know, it's still private kind of event, but it'll still be, you know, hundreds of people going. So, yeah. So yeah, that's what's that's excellent. What's yeah, fun well, times. Good to be filled in on it. Yeah, um, yeah. I uh, I was at uh, Discount Tire the other day and I pulled oh. up my Avance membership card, ah, which nice. says zero 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 four. And he looked at it and he goes, "Holy crap!" <laughs> I, was I, like, I, I get that with my zero 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 six. Yeah, yeah, yeah and so I was yeah. like, and I looked at it, so that's right. OG. That's right. <laughs> where do you go to Bellevue or where do you go? Bell Red. Yeah. Oh yeah, nice. Yeah. yeah, those guys are great. Yeah, they are. They were awesome. So. Nice. Yeah, mine's like 18,000 or something. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, we can fix that. <laughs> Yours will be printed when they I close. <laughs> I like to be 003. Would you? <laughs> oh, of course you would. <laughs> would you? Yeah, we all would. I think that one's taken. <laughs> that one's gone. I know a guy. We can go into the negatives. Maybe you don't understand. Rain City Supercars is in four and six. <laughs> Which makes me wonder who the hell is five in. I know. <laughs> <laughs> thinking like, who got between Dan and I? No, I think I know who it yeah, is. I know, yeah, I yeah, know. So. Yeah. Nice. Yeah. Fun well, thanks stuff. for coming in. Yeah. Thanks for having me. Uh, Jared, thank you for not knowing you're going to be a guest yeah. showing up tonight and um, foolishly doing all the levels on these microphones you didn't think we needed. <laughs> so. Absolutely. No, that, yeah. was, that was great. Thank uh, you. Jared's an important part of the show. He's a volunteer at Exotics. If you guys don't know Jared, you've probably seen him and just didn't realize that he was the third member of Rain City Supercars. Yeah. Um, well, I guess well, fourth, fourth, fourth. Yeah, she's three. Let's be honest. <laughs> <laughs> well, no, Amanda definitely is the. Uh, no, I can't. Yeah, the yeah. other member of Exotic. Yeah, Rain City. So technically, there's five. Okay, just to clear, there's Dan and me, Amanda, <laughs> Jared Nash. Yeah. yeah, absolutely. Every Saturday, come yeah. say hi. Yeah. Yeah. All right. There. Well, for Rain City Supercars, I'm Nick. I'm Jared. There we go. And, and I'm Dan. And don't just get there. Enjoy the drive. Oh, you oh. took your line. <laughs> oh, line. you were so fired. So fired. <laughs> Ashley, you're taking this oh. place. Yep. Bye, everybody. See you next week.